0: Hey, Craig. Oh yeah.
1: Still not old for me. Just no. having having a having an intro song.
0: Having intro music is awesome.
1: It's also aggressively long, and I love that. Like you guys have to listen to it. Sorry, Randy. We're talking over your song. I'm excited for this one.
0: Yeah, me too.
2: Oh my god I love that part so much
1: I love it too I
0: don't know if there will ever be a time When I don't laugh at that It's
1: it's It's so great Shout out again to Randy England yeah. Uh, at Randy England Music on I love it. on Instagram, I sent him a nice little care package of Southern Grist beer because he lives in Nashville. Ooh. It's a great great brewery in Nashville. Um, he Ooh. had to work a little to get that beer. Um, <laughs> uh, they tried to deliver it um they called me because i was the name and they're like where are you home and i'm like no it's another guy and he wasn't home and they had to reschedule but they were very nice they so cheers to southern grist um and i and i hope the beer is good randy um but yeah welcome to podcast versus everyone i'm craig powers this is episode 116 i think jeff jeff didn't put it on the i think it's 115. I thought, oh, yeah, that's right, 114, 115, whatever. I was skipping one. Oh, because we skipped one last week. That's because we
0: skipped last week because somebody had a
1: baby. Because I had a kid. Uh, (laughs) I'm Craig Powers. I now have two kids with Jeff, who has three kids. so (laughs) has three kids. I have no intention of having a third. Two is just fine. Some may say excessive. Yeah, But she's nice so far.
0: I'm, I'm. by the way i'm i'm feeling that excessiveness with the three kids tonight because i bought them all new phones oh. so uh i mean i got a new phone out of the deal too but you know family plan you know? baby they'll be on that yeah, family plan ever, until you die i know don't ever have don't don't ever uh i don't know my youngest is nine and he just got his first phone and i'm feeling like a really bad parent
1: you are but it was kind of we like, all are <laughs>
0: it was like, well, the fifth line is only this much and the phone's basically nothing and okay, I guess, I don't know. He rides the bus, right? So that's it's a safety issue. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, uh, is exactly. Um Yeah, so it, you know, I'm I'm running very low on sleep. Um I'm really looking forward to this <laughs> beer I'm drinking we all we haven't done beers up top but i'm drinking another one it's called another one from maine it's an ipa i don't need to review it it's good um but jeff i i've just been delaying because i was trying to pull up our intro song for our guests um yeah. but we do have guests we have two guests uh two rabid coog fans <laughs> um one one particularly rabid coog fan um Who's just? I I expect her to carry the podcast. um, Honestly, yeah, me too.
3: Obviously, he's talking about Sierra. Yeah.
1: Yep. That was quite. (laughs) And now, thank you. No, hold on. You read an intro now.
4: Yeah, Yeah, it gets better. Oh my god.
1: And now, (laughs) from I, shit. I sorry, I forgot the name of the college. Um. (laughs) Sorry, Emma. Uh, Uh,
4: Columbia College,
1: Chicago. Columbia College, Chicago.
4: Home of the Renegades.
1: Home of the Renegades. And from Flagrant Pod and Flagrant Meg, Emma Waitman and Kook Center, of course, and Sierra Mountains, also known as Sierra Smith. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Oh, thank you
3: for having us
4: thank you i'm so excited I'm just, I'm, just,
1: I'm just gonna keep we can talk i'm just gonna let the alan parsons project keep playing <laughs> this is a musical podcast actually <laughs> uh but yeah um of course we had to use the bulls intro for you guys um and i got my second yeah, city yeah. chicago glass in your honor that's so, um, exciting. so
4: excited i'm yeah. actually so- oh i have um a Koog sweater on today that belongs to emma she left it at my apartment one year ago, and I haven't seen her in person since. So Ooh, I yeah. dressed up. I dressed up for the podcast.
1: Excellent. You know what's funny is I always make sure to put on kook stuff for the podcast, and tonight I am not <laughs> wearing any kook stuff.
0: <laughs> and nobody can see you anyway.
1: I know, but I, but I am wearing a sweatshirt that says LFG, so let's there fucking we go. go. There we All go. All right. Emma, <laughs> Sierra, how are we doing?
3: Uh hey. Pretty Good. Uh, I don't have any like non-sports updates, which is always fun to so just be doing nothing.
4: Yeah, um, oh, like you like you said, big two big Kooks fans you have here. I know a lot about the Cougs. Uh, yes. For instance, did you know that Washington University was founded in 1890? Whoa, there you whoa, go, whoa, whoa, whoa. a little, fa- a little. Fact. Um, Sierra, they're
3: gonna, they're gonna, we're gonna get a little particular. We are Washington State University.
4: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That's, so, wait, like, what right? did I say? Oh, Washington, <laughs> Washington State Washington I, University. Oh, you know what? So it's, I, it is what I have the Washington State I, University, University Wikipedia I mean, pulled it was up. Good so
0: to learn things about Washington University too.
2: So
4: right? no, Washington University. You no, know. no, this is I just didn't say the state. Washington State <laughs> University. I have the Wikipedia pulled up. <laughs> I made sure. I didn't even know there was a Washington that, that University. That was where I went
0: with that. That's that's what I thought we were doing. And then I was like, eh.
4: <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We lost Craig. No. Well, Oh. I would like to point well, out that I didn't even know there was a Washington University.
3: <laughs> so, in Craig's absence, I would like to inquire while he's not here why he knew what year Washington University <laughs> in St. Louis was yeah. founded.
0: Yeah, I would like to know that. I would no- like to know that too. It's not like he ever lived in St. Louis. Uh, you know, he was in uh, he was in Nashville for a time, and mm. uh, that's kind of close. To Lu- closer to St. Louis than the Yeah. We are now.
4: Regionally close. Would you guys so, like some more uh statistics from the Washington I, yeah. State University Wikipedia oh, yeah. page? Oh, yeah. There's a I love undergraduate enrollment of twenty four thousand four hundred and seventy people. Yeah. Nice. That's a lot. Seems like a lot. And a total enrollment of twenty nine thousand six hundred and eighty six people wow wow
3: yeah. um contrary to popular belief i am not one of those people i do get this often <laughs> um no i don't actually well while, while craig is gone i would like to explain how i forced my way into coop center yeah um, let's
0: do that oh he's is
3: really I don't, gone now he's yeah he just oh oh <gasps> maybe I'm he's back. back well he I'm likes back. this story he's heard it
1: craig is back
3: craig i'm back
1: sorry it, so i got really excited and i slammed i slammed the uh desk and uh i I unhooked my microphone which has a terrible connection and so now i'm just using the microphone on my headphones so i hope it sounds okay Um,
3: you can't break your wrist on top of your already ruined foot like you have another like baby child to care for you need any extremity that you have
1: I know. I know. It's just it's it's getting ridiculous. I need, I need to stop being so grandiose (laughs) with my reactions to things. I mean, Um, really,
0: just you got to think about Amanda here, man. Like that's you can't be breaking anything else, you know.
1: Oh, and by the way, I know where I know when Washington University in St. Louis was founded uh, because I have Google. Um, (laughs) You guys have heard of it.
3: Right. 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 (laughs) <laughs> okay so,
0: cool so hold on Craig Emma is uh, is telling the story of how she forced her way into Coog Center
3: so I uh, yes I I don't actually attend Washington State University um which was one of the biggest shocks to my senior year of high school graduating class when I came to school on decision day with a shirt that was not like wazoo <laughs> um several I'm not even kidding several people came up to me and were like wait are you not are you not going to Washington state. And I was like, no, alas, I am I'm, I'm going to study jokes instead. Um, I'm
4: going to the opposite.
3: Yeah. Of Washington <laughs> the, state. The polar, the, I mean, similar weather I hear, but just completely different vibes. Um, so one day I just woke up and decided to email Jeff and see if he was interested in, uh, in hiring me and somehow, somehow he was.
0: Well my so basically what happened when you sent that is I, I pretty shortly thereafter I sent it to Craig and I was like holy shit like look at this this is awesome you <laughs> know like you know cuz we uh I I you know I don't know how many people know this probably regular listeners or readers know this but um we are at coog Center we are full up on on uh older white dudes like that's kind of our brand is uh we're all like uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm of the elderly bunch. So I'm, I turned 44 this weekend, but, uh, we're all like kind of between like mid thirties to like lower forties. And, uh, and so when you send it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, so I've been like thinking, how am I going to, I need to diversify. I need to add people to my staff, different voices, different perspectives. And like, and I've always been really bad at that. And then you just sort of fell right into
3: my lap. And that was really Nice. It was like almost a year no, it was well over a year ago. <laughs> what is yeah. time? Yeah,
0: and you've been you've been a wonderful addition.
3: I've this. had fun. Um Jeff, yeah. I still never met you in real life.
0: That is true. That is yeah.
3: true. Strange.
0: Yeah, we'll have to make that happen again when uh when we can, you know, like uh, see people. That's yeah. that's kind of the big thing. I will say that that our family does like to drive down through Oregon from time to time. So uh my wife and I do drive to Bend at least once a year. We have we haven't done it now cuz you know everything. But uh I do like to drive to Bend and drink beer at least once a year and uh last year we went camping down through we drove down to Crescent City. We went all the way to California. So yeah, so we'll figure we'll figure that out, man. We'll figure that out. I I got to meet KC too, you know. Oh yeah. I feel, I feel like Casey and I are kinda yeah. kind of kindred spirits. So
3: I agree.
1: Yeah. I, I have, very much of agree. Course, had the, I, I had the good fortune of meeting Emma and Casey, the famous oh, Casey, very jealous. in uh, in Phoenix, back before the before the in the before times. Um, that was great.
4: That was a that was BC. an excellent evening. BC before COVID. Yeah,
1: yeah, BC. <laughs> it, it was right before COVID too.
0: <laughs> like literally, like two months before that.
4: Yeah, that happened um, with we me took... and the flagrant team too. We all met first weekend of March and then well, we didn't all meet. I met two of them and I still haven't met the two other founders because, you know, life normal, normal things happening preventing us from hanging In, out. The I most important thing
1: the, the most important thing about when Emma and I met is that we learned that Emma is taller than Gabe Marks. That is the most important thing.
0: And that yeah. is a really important thing to learn for sure. And we have,
3: and we have photographic we, evidence of that. And I tweet yes. it often. Yes. I think I've it, tweeted it the is. photo easily three times. I've sent it to Sierra several times. Yep. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know what I'm thinking about? And she's like, don't, don't send me the gay marriage <laughs> picture. And uh, I
4: send it anyway. She'll just It's like 2 a.m. on a Thursday <laughs> night. And she's like, I'm just thinking about the Koog Center guys and the time I hung out with <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I'm thinking about the time I bought insert name here shots at a bar because it's happened more than once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will, Sierra. I was looking at your at your Twitter page, and so we do have something in common. Mm-hmm. You are yes you are an extremely large Golden State Warriors fan. Yes, I am. And of course, our favorite Golden State Warrior is Clay Thompson. Come on, Looney.
2: Oh. No.
0: I, yeah. <laughs> I did notice that also, and I, I, I was going to ask you about that also, but <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I mean, we do have a certain affinity for Clay Thompson, as you might be aware.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think I love Clay Thompson. I think he is underrated in the sense that even though everybody knows Clay Thompson is like a great player and a great shooter, I don't think anyone can ever truly appreciate his full greatness, you know? Like people like how we've only we've only like explored 20% of the ocean humans have really only just scratched the surface of how important clay Thompson is as a person and a basketball player.
3: And I would argue that the pioneers leading that expedition are Washington state. fans.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you guys were the original clay Thompson stands i mean i'm
3: from portland and i liked clay thompson before it was cool so okay (laughs) i just i want that
1: i i will say as jeff and i who of course were writing about clay thompson when he was in school uh he wasn't as beloved as you would think when he was in school really because of his kind of like chill demeanor yeah you know so like he misses a shot and everyone says he has a pouty face I,
4: um,
1: now we would tell people that they were idiots um, and they were uh, of, course. Yeah, um, of course but it, it's it but that's you know that's how people uh, people play fake psychologists and they have turned out to be uh, the wrong the wrongest of wrong on clay.
4: What would people prefer someone to do when they miss a shot? Like, do you want him to like <laughs> smile and wait? Like he bricks a three pointer and he turns around, and smiles, right? and winks? Like, Aw. oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, so, so Clay kind of so Clay was recruited by Tony Bennett, and mm. coming off the the you know the best two year run in our program history, like you know really really good. So obviously Tony leaves, goes to Virginia. Uh, and so Clay is kind of left behind new coach, Ken Bone, and, and all these recruits that, that Tony had kind of put together, but also, uh, you know, some Ken Bone guys. So anyway, just like – really kind of for us anyway high level success was like really recent and we just sort of were like yeah this is who we are now we're gonna keep winning basketball games and going to the tournament and it's gonna be great and then uh, and then clay in in his uh, three years never made it to the tournament oh my god and so our fans wrongly like a bunch of morons blamed him for the fact that, that they never made it even though he mm. you know scored damn near two thousand points in three years and yeah. And all that stuff. So yeah, that was that was the misguided blame that 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 sometimes uh, yeah. that sometimes
4: fans do. You know, blaming teenagers for the failures of an organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's a and
4: true college pastime.
3: Of course, I have to argue <laughs> though how beloved he was at least in my house. A because I was raised correctly, and B because. <laughs> I I had a Wii at the time, and if you recall, you can make little characters on your Wii called Me M I I. Yes, yes, oh Mies. yeah. So I this was all circa 2011 2012, and I made me I I made Clay Thompson a me on my Wii. Um, in the event that he ever was just you know stopping because he was he did live in Portland for a brief time. So I was like, you know, if he, yeah, because his dad, Michael Thompson, played for the Blazers. Yep, yep, Yep. right. So I was like, in the event that he ever decides, you know, to breeze back through, me, a twelve-year-old, obviously will have. No, I was, I was thirteen or fourteen when this was happening. Either way, (laughs) I stand by it. Uh, I just wanted to be ready, you know, in case he ever wanted to come hang out and play Wii with me. Aaron Baines (laughs) also had one, by the way. Wow. Yes, (sighs)
1: Aaron Baines. I, I, I will say he was, he was, um. Generally beloved, but man, in our Kook Center comment section, uh just his his general demeanor really rubbed some people the wrong way, which was that's so silly. bizarre,
4: extremely
0: stupid. It was extremely stupid.
4: It's funny because that's like the thing that everybody loves of him. Yes, loves about him now is oh Clay's so cool. Clay's so funny. Oh, yeah. Clay's giving He's an a interview about now, right? scaffolding in New York City
1: china clay china clay you know toaster clay
4: course. he really <laughs> and You had
1: pullman we got pullman clay last year which yeah. was a whole different clay when he came back to pullman and he was so yeah. excited
4: he's really given us like two lifetimes worth of internet content in his career and it's not even <laughs> over yet
1: truly born like to be a basketball player in the era of <laughs> the internet, like it's he was made for this. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise he would just be some guy, like a pretty a good basketball player. Everyone knows, but instead, it's like his whole personality and everything. And it's great. Um, yeah. So, Sierra, um, I know that you are um, like you're teaming. With uh, WSU knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, just listening to you talk about clay, very clearly. Founded um, in 1890. It, yes. Um, so I think Jeff, I think we should probably start the regular pocket. I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, we let's let's talk about let's talk about some women's hoops. Uh, they have a big week ahead. Um, Selection Monday on the way. Uh, the first time that we have had reason to pay attention to Selection Monday, um, as, as long as I've paid attention, since I was six years old. Um, uh, and I know before you paid attention, Jeff, before yeah. Emma was born, long <laughs> before Emma was born. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sierra is, of course, <laughs> 65 years old.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before Emma was born.
1: <laughs> yeah, so 1991, last time uh, the WC Hoops team oh. made the tournament, oh, wow. um, and they are on the bubble, of course. Um, the mo- uh, There's three different bracketology things. Um, the next is a newsletter. Uh, they have them in. Uh, there's College Basketball Madness. Uh, they do a weekly one. They have they had them in as of yesterday, and then uh, ESPN has them in all as 10 seats, so uh as long as things don't go crazy like a bunch of you know small teams that weren't supposed to make the tournament win their uh leagues or something um they they should make it but jeff as you always say you just never know man you just never know you never know what's gonna happen
0: yep that's you know and, and the other thing is that so with the men's tournament there's uh you know an entirely massive cottage industry around predicting brackets. And so, uh, you know, you got bra- the bracket matrix, which has, I mean, I don't know, like 25 or 30 different bracket projections to aggregate. So you get a pretty good sense of what, um, you know, teams like real chances when you look at the, the aggregation, you know, the, the sort of the wisdom of crowds thing, right? Well, with the women's tournament, it's like, You know, it's like there aren't that many people out there doing uh, doing bracketology for the women's tournament. So it's a little bit like, eh, you know, maybe they're okay, but it, it does seem like everyone sort of agrees uh that they are on the right side of the bubble at this point and you know they did get the one win last week that um that they really needed to get which was utah you know they needed to beat utah again they beat utah for the third it was more like don't
1: lose that game was i think more
0: (laughs) Yep, don't lose you know and then they're playing arizona and you know I, i think a number of our fans kind of became you know maybe uh prisoners of the moment just a little bit you know like oh man boy it's you know now we wait and it's going to be so you know bubble and it's like well i mean they played arizona three times Arizona's a top 10 ish team uh and they beat them once and that's kind of what you like would hope for basically you know if you're playing a team like that uh you know that you'd beat them once if you beat them twice that's amazing but you know i don't think that losing to them in the pac-12 tournament uh was any particular blemish and, and i don't know that the committee watches these games all that closely. Uh but it was super obvious that um you know the engine that drives the team, you know, that is uh Charlie Sledger Walker, she she was gassed, man. She just she has carried the load all season and played, you know, like 38 minutes a night for like three months. And uh and she is just she is just sort of on fumes in that game against Same, Arizona. Yeah. She was in she was on fumes against Utah. If we're being yeah, honest, for sure. uh, she was but, like
1: three of 16. in that Yeah. Game, so. But the rest
0: of the yeah. team was good enough. So, um, you know, if they can just get in the tournament, then I think we can get back to maybe, you know, thinking, okay, this is a, this is a team that, you know, really has a chance to make just a little bit of noise, um, you know, with a, with a week and a half to rest their legs. Um, you know, that, that makes a big difference. And so, uh, you know, I think they did what they needed to do to get in, but like, I, you know, like you said, and like, I always say, I mean, we never really know. And, uh, and you know, especially with the women's tournament, you know, there just aren't that many people that pay attention to, to how that's seated. So, uh, so we, so we wait, but I I think I feel, I mean, I feel pretty good about it. Do you?
1: I feel pretty good. I I am, I am excited for it. Emma, you've been essentially our beat writer, our our previewer of the weekend for the women all, all, uh, all season really. Um, How are you feeling about this?
3: um i'm feeling good i also i think i have two points one i think my generation or kind of this age group of coug fans is used to a little bit more immediacy and because a lot of fans have been coming in more recently when we've had more notable wins but i grew up for football with paul wolf and i just i think i've seen a different age of cougs where i've had to you know take my time and trust the process And I feel like this is definitely one of those times. Also, the Arizona and Utah games, those were like back to back. So you guys are totally right about her being just totally. I mean, I would be completely wiped out. I'm not a college athlete, literally, by any means. I had a very minor co-ed rec soccer career in high school that just pales in comparison to anything these guys do. (laughs) So I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. I also know not to put too many eggs in too many baskets, so to speak.
1: I will be pretty heartbroken if they don't make it. I will say like, yeah, um, it's going to bum me out. I'd be mega. Because <laughs> um, uh, I think they deserve it. They, they, they got the wins uh, and really losing. I've said it over and over again losing Sharon Molina right after the UCLA game. Um, I don't think the four game slide that they went on is independent of that. I think it was directly related. I think they would have gotten at least a couple of those games um if Sherilyn was playing which now she is off the team um what wsu says personal reasons so um who knows what's going on there but hopefully she's okay um but yeah um i, I really really want to know what you think sierra um do you think that wsu will hear its name called next monday go Koogs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Exactly>. um <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I do think so. Uh, like you said, unless something really crazy happens, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been like a college sports person in general. Neither one of my parents went to college, but I do have women's basketball on my radar just cause I'm so into the WNBA. Um, and just like mm-hmm. based on what Emma's been sharing on my Twitter timeline, it does seem like this is the year, which is really exciting. I think that brings a lot of joy to a school, especially like you said, when it hasn't happened in so many years that um i can only imagine how exciting that is
1: yeah it is exciting um emma just because you're you know you're here for the first time and you've been covering the team all year like what what is what have been your most favorite you know parts of the season what have been your most favorite things to follow with the women's hoops team this year and and what's been kind of what what's kind of driven you to keep writing about them every week
3: Um, I have been loving their personalities that they show. I think each of them is so unique just as players, but also as people. Um, I follow their social media pretty aggressively as well. And I just think Mm. it's been so fun to watch all of them just develop as a unit. Cause I think that's what makes them really, really special is that yes, we have awesome standout players, but I think they do really work effectively because I think they understand each other. And I've just, I've loved watching that process.
1: Yeah, I think you're right because, you know, a player like uh, Bella Mercatete, she wasn't – she took a huge leap this year. It's it's not completely – It's obviously Charlize is a huge reason. She's one of the, you know, best players in the conference, one of the best freshmen in the nation. But, you know, Bella took a step forward. Um, uh, Johanna Tedder has been very good, especially recently. Um, Obviously, uh, Charlize's sister, Crystal – particularly earlier in the season was huge. Um, she's definitely struggled down this stretch, but, um, hopefully Jeff, as you said, getting these, this long time off, cause it, they'll, they'll have like two weeks between games by the time they play again, if they get in the tournament, yeah. I'm really hoping that that rests them up and they'll be ready to go because really they've never won an NCAA tournament game. So we can talk more about that if they get in. Uh, but yeah. Um,
3: you can just i can see them all rooting for each other like there are standout players for sure obviously but i just i see all of them so invested in each other's journeys and that's so special
1: yes like it's pretty fun to watch like yeah go
4: ahead oh uh just like emma was saying i think at this level especially team chemistry is so important because when you get up to like the pros for NBA or WNBA people will be like oh well will the chemistry be okay and it's like it doesn't really matter you know they're so good but when you're at the college level you can tell how much a team changes and how much that dynamic changes when the players are all getting along because not only do you just play better but you want to play better and so it's exciting to see a team that has like such strong team chemistry succeeding when they might not otherwise you know if the whole team wasn't really bought into the program. Who knows how their season would have gone?
1: Yeah, and I think that's all credit to Cami Etheridge, there, the, the head coach. Like she seems like she's good, and uh, you know she did well at her last stop in Northern Colorado, and and she's doing well here. And again, I, I'll say to like to your to to your points on on chemistry. It, the one like positive about watching these games on TV and the fans can't be in is because they have the stands pushed back and all the players are spread out and you can see their reactions to everything, like like in the background on the men's team too. Like you just see all the players because they're all spread out, so you can see each of their individual like like uh, celebrations for every bucket, and that's been that's been pretty fun for me to watch. I mean, you guys, but um, absolutely, and- I
3: love watching that
1: yeah like it's it's so fun to watch like just the random the managers and the players just like lose their minds like on the sideline um but yeah and i've also gotten so much more use out of the wsu live stream this year more than i've ever <laughs> yeah. ever ever done um yeah. and listen to more uh of uh steve uh shit what's his last name? damn it our, our our hoops women's hoops steve announcer steve grubbs Steve Grubbs, I'm sorry. Oh, Grubbs. I told you I, I have had a beer in for yeah. a second. So, man, we're, we're in overdrive now, folks. Um, but, yeah, so women's hoops. <laughs> just fucking put them in the tournament committee, all right? I know yeah. you listen to this. Put them in the tournament. Or I'm going to be mad. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't be a coward. Put Wazoo yeah. in the tournament. We like to party. It'll be more fun in San Antonio. It's a good party town. Like, come on. Let's make it happen. I don't even know if it's going on in San Antonio. I don't remember. I think but it you is. know, I think, it, yeah, we'll think, yeah, party right. just
3: as hard at home. We'll party just as hard at home. You'll feel our energy there.
1: Yes, it'll be ridiculous. I'll I'll probably I I, I gotta be on Achilles' watch for the selection show. Like it's gonna be bad news if uh, if I'm standing up. Um, we'll give you a seatbelt. We'll get you
3: a seatbelt, Craig.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want to lose another leg. Like, it's hard enough to only have one. Like one Achilles. It's rough. Let me tell you.
4: Well, now I'm invested. If this doesn't yeah. happen, I'm going to be all pissed off. Yeah. Good. At least and I'll then... have
3: someone. might, you know, Sierra. At least I can call you at all hours of the evening once again to be angry yeah. with you, and you'll understand. You
4: know. Yeah. Emma. Emma already will text me and be like, "I'm in a bad mood," and I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "The koogs lost," and I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me she, too." Uh... I watch. she
0: checks you that often Yeah. I
1: uh, oh yeah the uh the funny thing about the the Stanford game where i injured myself um uh, amanda was at work my partner amanda was at work that day and and she said she kept checking the score and she cuz she said i always check the score to see what kind of mood you're going to be in when i get home <laughs> like to see if we're going to be able to do anything else that night other than you sit and wallow like i just yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. That I will very... say I showed.
3: Oh, you. Yeah, go ahead. That, you know, you continue.
1: No, you say. it. You go. My mine's oh, not that important.
3: That was. I was. <laughs> that's very similar to when Sierra and I were still living in Chicago during the pre-pandemic times. Is if there was a Wazoo game on, she would be like, "Hey, do you want to go out later?" And I would be like, "I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, let me know hey. after the game's over. Well, it's always what
1: be... am I going to be drinking is based on what the what the uh result is like yeah. I, uh, uh, am i going to be having fun drinks or am i going to be for you it would be like let's go straight to the malord oh, like all i want is pain all i want is pain tonight not again wait fun like trivia fact
3: the when for my 21st birthday i let all of the Koop center guys decide what my first legal drink was going to be and Sierra was out with me that night. And Craig obviously selected Malort because he wanted to ruin my taste buds. And Sierra did one with oh, me. So the video so that I sent you guys. So it's your fault.
1: <laughs> it is my fault.
3: The video it's that I sent you Craig's guys fault.
4: was Sierra and I. It's your fault I had to take a shot of Malort. So oh. so
1: Sierra, I in in a, a job that I had for like five years, I would spend roughly 20 nights a year in Chicago and like in proper like Chicago um and I have a lot of friends there so I'd stay extra nights at their house like you know cuz I I worked with them and I have like wazoo friends there or whatever so I I like I knew malort cuz I had been I had had that done to me they're like oh you got to have a shot of this it's like the Chicago it's the Chicago booze like People you have to have think they're so it.
4: clever. They think they're so funny. Oh, uh, you just moved here? Have you tried malort? No, I haven't. And then they're like snickering behind your back. I had no idea what I was getting a- Emma and I,
1: I, I I, coerced Emma into live uh, chatting with me while we watched Drunk Drinking Buddies uh, a few weeks ago. Coerced is probably a strong word. But, uh, <laughs> it, was high, I, it was
3: high on my list. And then my mom and I were watching something else. And then Craig was like, well, I'm going to watch it. And I was like, well, now I have to watch it. But I was, so with, I was very
1: there's, excited. There's a there's a, um there's a line from uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis in the movie, which that movie is like almost 100% improv. Like it's like what they call a mumblecore movie. Um, it's fucking great, by the way. I love it. Um, but he says, uh, they take shots of the Lord and he goes like, it's like, what does he say? It's like a, a condom filled with gasoline yeah or something like <laughs> it's like oh my god
0: yeah. boy that sounds I, I get you know i've never had it that that makes me just dis- like do you like have
4: nail head. polish remover at your house wow. oh that's pretty
1: good go take yeah. a sip of, or like, take a sip
4: oh. of that and you'll get the experience
3: jeff
1: actually it's, no jeff.
3: jeff jeff it's delicious and when you come visit chicago <laughs> yeah. we're lying yeah. to you yeah we're lying to you yes it's actually jeff. it's amazing
1: oh. jeff i'll bring you to chicago we'll, we'll uh We'll, I don't know, we'll do some college thing. College. (laughs) The Kooks Kooks will play Northwestern for some reason. I don't know. Just some random. We'll go, we'll have a shot of Malort and we'll love it. Just love it. Um, You're going to love it. Uh, It's actually, it's wormwood alcohol. Um, So you can just imagine how good it tastes. Like it's delicious. Um, Malort, check it out. Uh, sponsored by this lord. this this podcast is sponsored by the <laughs> lord the one the one and only podcast the one and only wsu podcast sponsored by a drink that you cannot get in washington state um mm. emma and i tried to find it in phoenix and they did not have it
3: they personally. looked at us very weird <laughs> they, they were right
1: for it super yeah, weird. they're like they're like because like, we were drunk enough at some point we're like we got to get Malort.
3: Got to get also, Malort. Earlier that night it was Craig and Brian Anderson and I that night and they were like, "Oh, this is your 21 run part 2." So let's <laughs> all just and it was the it was the bar crawl sponsored by Washington State and I had very freshly 2 weeks prior turned 21 so there was no other option.
1: Casey you know? was like, "Peace out. I'm going back to the hotel." Room. Yeah, Casey I trust for... all of He's Casey... like, I trust all of you. I've read you on Cook Center before. I know you're okay.
3: Yeah, Casey was like, Oh, yeah, oh, they're all so tall. She's safe. And left <laughs> I think he stayed for like one polite glass of water and then was like, Nice to meet all of you. It's nine fifteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. Me. Hey. Yeah, a I little bit that. you. I a little that. bit you, Sierra.
4: Yeah. I've been known to <laughs> make a swift exit the night of emma's 21st birthday post malort shot i left the bar because she started a conversation with men about sports and they were arguing they said something rude about damien lillard they said something rude about steph curry and i left the bar
2: oh man how
1: can you how can you even say anything mean about either of those two they specifically
4: called they called him damien lillard and that's when i was like we're not on the same page and i left
0: (laughs) that's terrible
4: Well, one of
0: them
3: i believe was in a stanford hat so i started giving him crap about Uh. that and he was like wait why are you what are you talking about and i whacked the rim of his hat (laughs) so it went you know
4: well for me i exited
1: Emma, you and my sister need to start a podcast just talking about talking to random guys about sports in bars because she has plenty of great stories too. That's cool. Emma's well, favorite
4: um... thing to do, and I <laughs> it is my favorite thing it. to do. I
1: hate <laughs> it. Oh, we, there's one more story that Emma needs to tell about when we were in Phoenix, absolutely at the Kook, the like official Kook party before the Cheez It Bowl. Yeah. I was right there. I got to witness it. It was fantastic.
3: So we're at this table, and again, there's. Several Kook Center writers there, and my dad, um and we like my my dad who raised me to be this way, so he knows. No, oh, several Kook Center
1: writers, Jeff Jeff. We had Jesse was there, Jesse Casino. Jeez. Like I I know every writer except now I don't know Jack because I've never met him, so he's the only one I haven't met. But like I got to meet Jesse. I we we had Brian, we had me and Emma. So like and we had Casey. like and Casey, and Casey. It was stacked. honorary Kook Center writer.
3: It was. Anyways, so, yeah, go but ahead. we're standing around and this dude who it should be noted that he's shorter than me, um, but let it be known that that was not I didn't notice that that just comes into play later. He walks up, open his opens his wallet, pulls out a $20 bill and goes, hey, I got 20 bucks to whoever can name the last Washington State starting quarterback to wear number 10. Now, I don't own a lot of jerseys. I own two total in my life. One of them is a Blazers jersey that Sierra actually was in part of a gift to get me for Christmas. And then the other one is a Jeff Toole jersey. I wear it to every Coup game. It's like my, I I hardly wash it during the season because it's bad luck. Like It's my special jersey. Anywho, uh, as Craig pointed out that night, nobody wears a jersey from that era, especially who doesn't know who Jeff Tool is. Jeff Tool is the answer uh-huh. to his riddle, by the way, for anybody, you know, ignorant who doesn't know who Jeff Tool is. So I stick my palm out. I kind of waggle for the money, and I'm like Jeff Tool, and I flash my shirt at him. And he goes, oh, didn't expect you to answer that or some dumb comment. Gross. hands me the $20 and walks off. Yeah, very gross. I agree. So then I no, turned to Craig. He didn't walk
1: off. He did not walk off. Well, no, right? Craig,
3: we have to get there. We have to get there. So I turned to Craig. Okay, and like, yeah, that's right. Should I go, like, ruin his life a little bit? And Craig is like, whatever do you mean? And I'm like, well, I bet I can get him to, like, buy me a drink or something out of his ridiculousness. Sorry, I have to open the door for the dog that I'm watching. There she goes. Um. So he, I get her to buy me a drink, and he proceeds to just relentlessly hit on me for a <laughs> long time. And he's not getting anywhere. It's With- not
1: with a menthol dip in a very aromatic oh. like minty oh. dip in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no. So, well, actually if I was like, I, I was, was
1: next to Emma and I could I could smell it just great. I'm like I couldn't right, because
3: my face was so far away from him. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he so he just keeps hitting on me and uh, he's not getting anywhere obviously and he's like Emma is it like is it because I'm shorter than you? Is it because I'm short? He goes and <laughs> grabs a bar stool drags it over and tries to stand on it and he's like here is this better is this better oh my God. and i'm like honestly i had not noticed that you were shorter than me i was too busy focusing on the fact that you think that you're smarter than me about a subject that i know more than you in wow like i hadn't even i hadn't even gotten there and he's like wow like you're kind of an asshole,' and
4: i was like you know only to only to men who think i'm stupid you have yeah, so much more patience that than i do emma will like entertain these people for so long and the second someone thinks it's cute to tell me steph curry is overrated i will exit the building i'm like oh no i gotta go goodbye
0: people just-
2: do
4: that Yeah. Uh, Well,
1: yeah, that's my, my, my sister gets this all the time. They have to like challenge your fandom to make sure that you, there's no way that you actually know anything. So they have to challenge you,
4: especially like in Chicago, people will find out like I'm a Warriors fan and they'll be like, well, I don't like Warriors suck like KD blah. And I'm like, okay. Anything. Do you have anything interesting to say? (laughs) Like, Besides Steph Curry's not that good. KG went to the Warriors because he was scared. Yeah? And what about it? We won a ring, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. We won yeah. a ring, didn't we? Is, that supposed, to, is <laughs> yeah. that supposed to
2: make me
0: feel bad about these championships that yeah. I
4: won? <laughs> <laughs> that I, just shows me no? you
0: know oh, darn. You're
4: talking about. Damn. You think Steph like, Curry's overrated. Uh-huh.
0: Well, that just shows how, how much of an idiot
4: they are. Exactly. Like,
0: just say what, that, what do you want I mean? me to
4: say? Oh, you're right.
0: Yeah, I mean like they want you to i think like i'm guessing they want you to argue with them is that yeah i think they that do it? like it's some kind of like some kind of test like oh prove to me that you know well, something convince me that steph Curry's it, actually amazing yeah. if unicorn. you
1: if you pass the test they they get down on already and they propose like I, that's ideally that's 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 where they're at you know they're they're <laughs> yeah, just they're just, mean, just trying to find the ideal mate of course that's every yeah, little, that's little sports
4: girl fan's dream
3: you know i was, was gonna, gonna say isn't that yes. is that spot. what you all
4: are looking for yeah and then I stand yeah, up no, I and they're like, "Oh the my way. God, she's huge!" And I'm like, "Yeah, get out of my space <laughs> right now."
3: Sierra's so like, "You want to post up because we can."
4: Yeah, let's take it to the court.
1: Steph
3: Curry I, also I would, confirmed Kook fan. To. Steph Curry yeah, confirmed Kook fan.
1: confirmed huge Kook fan. Hell yeah! Uh, we we saw him losing his mind when Bonton hit that half court shot. Yeah, um, I
3: do remember that. That was dope. I've sent her so many videos of that moment. Mm-hmm. So many videos of that moment. I think. so. I'm,
1: I'm jealous because I was so I was I was covering that game and I, I was there. I was over. I wanted to get a shot of the crowd because you know you just had this feeling that like some something was gonna happen at the end of the half. Like it just had that vibe, and so I went over to like by the the bench and like shot the students. But Theo of the spokesman was smart. He had his camera just right. On Steph Curry and clay Thompson, and and like he got like that that moment of them just losing their minds, and I and I got the students losing their minds, which is fun, but not as cool, honestly. Sorry, students.
4: I think well, Steph no one's Curry. As cool as Steph Curry. Yeah, I think he's like an all time great celebrator. Just yes. another just another That's little nice. thing to add to his resume.
1: I mean, he'd probably be super fun to play with. So yeah. 'Cause he just like if you make a shot, he's just gonna like when Clay scored like thirty seven and a quarter, like Steph's reactions are mm-hmm. like awesome. And, and when he scored sixty in like twenty nine minutes or whatever, uh, like yeah just like just watching Steph lose his mind is hilarious. It's so fun But yeah, this yeah, it's so fun. Stop hating fun everyone. NBA Twitter is a fucking disaster. Everyone hates everyone. Like it's so hard to, to uh to, like, parse out, like, everyone is, like, concerned about if LeBron is good, if Steph is good. Like, they're it's all good. Just just enjoy watching them play basketball. Stop be concerning yourself with hating on them. It's just ridiculous. It is. Um, it's
4: really bad. You know, yeah. be- beginning of the season yeah. was so rough on Warriors Twitter. Is Steph Curry washed? No. <laughs> no. no good try but no, no he's still pretty good yeah the replies under every okay. LeBron tweet still, win, a w- win a real ring
1: win a real ring he still hasn't won like LeBron still hasn't won a real ring I know. he won one in Cleveland he beat a set sorry sorry Sierra he beat a 73 win for your team I know. in Cleveland and he hasn't won a real ring it's
4: like get it win a real get a real joke it's so <laughs> a bad real joke. it's embarrassing
0: Oh man. Do do like do people ever like like come at you not realizing that, that you guys are like the joke makers and that they're about to get toasted? Like is, yeah. That,
4: yeah, is that a common occurrence? Oh yeah.
1: You're like we went to school for jokes, you guys.
3: <laughs> yeah. I no, I get underestimated a lot, but I think that's part of the fun that I have. You know? Yeah.
4: Where I'm I, like, oh, uh I just have no tolerance for it. Emma will sit there and she'll roast and she'll make jokes and she'll banter. And I just, I let her do all the talking and I just sit there and I'm like, I'm so angry. I'm like, how dare you say this? I get, I just get, (laughs) I get on, you know, after like five years of everybody except warriors fans, just hating the warriors. I have, I have developed a very thin skin opposite of what you would hope very thin skin.
1: Yeah, well, if you win, people will hate you. Obviously, Kook fans d- don't often hate the Warriors because they have Clay, and we mm-hmm. love to see Clay happy, and that's all we want. Clay, and and we just want Clay and Aaron Baines, and now C.J. Ellaby. Uh, congrats, Emma, on that. Oh, the uh, way we I cried. want him to be happy.
3: The way I yeah, that's nuts. Getting that notification. Uh that that was a day I'll always remember. I'm
1: so jealous of you guys having NBA teams. That must be fun.
0: I know. I was just about to go there, and I was like, "Eh, what?
3: I mean, you know, know, Portland is still accepting bandwagon fans. You guys can come on down. Can't Can't
1: do do it. it. Can't do it. Sierra, I will say, say I was, was, and and Jeff was, and we all were, All Songs fans were the biggest Warriors fans ever Mm -hmm. when they came back from 3-1 to beat the KD Thunder, that we're supposed to win, that, that were, we're like the <laughs> yes. 70th. Like when they came back, that was the greatest series I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. it was just like, Yep, the Sonic's curse is real. And then, and then KD left and went to Golden State. I was like, Sonic's curse is real. Fuck OKC forever. And yeah, ever.
4: that's what. Well, I hate and the ever. Thunder too. They stole our mascot the warriors used what? to have when when it was still like the warriors with the lightning bolt branding we had a mascot it was yeah. a guy in a morph suit named thunder and when okc no became a, yeah when okc became a team we couldn't have thunder anymore
1: wait is this oh. gonna be on flagrant it should be is this gonna be on flagrant pod it should oh. be Same it way?
4: should be i'm gonna write that Uh-oh. down yeah, let's, yeah. We're, not-
1: we're talking nba we were going to talk about, a men's, we're still going to talk about men's shoes, but we're talking NBA. Let's, let's talk about what, what Sierra and Emma and, and, uh, and their, their, uh, their folks got going on. Uh, I just, I listened to today, um, episode one of Flager Pod, talking about the Morris twins, the conspiracy. It's y'all are fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You. That, like, that was so funny. Sierra, you are funny as hell. Like, I, that was, I don't even know what you guys are talking about half the time, but honestly, like, I, 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 almost exclusively listen to comedy podcasts. Um, that, you know, I listen to like Block Party and What a Time to Be Alive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, so I don't listen to a lot of sports podcasts. I wouldn't even, like, honestly, I would not listen to my own podcast if like someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would not be one I listen to. Uh, but, uh, but like, that shit's funny. I'll probably come back for it. I already subscribed, so. Thank um, you. But yeah, so flagrant Pod, let me let me do my shitty description of it. You can correct whatever I say. Awesome. So um, y'all y- y'all are gonna. So Flager Mag is uh um is is uh, you guys haven't done a uh, have you released an issue yet? Yes, or, we have two you, issues you, out. Okay, two issues out. Actual actual in your hand real issues of magazine mm-hmm. as you guys say digital is dead i love that <laughs> thank you um but uh but and it and and then also flagrant pod you're examining uh basketball conspiracy theories which just gives mm-hmm. you free reign to be pretty hilarious i think like it's pretty damn funny shit
4: thank you yeah like, when the we twi- coming- the
1: the twins I don't want to spoil it. I don't want people to listen to it, but the, yeah, the discussions yeah. on twins and 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 what twins are <laughs> and how they like is just fantastic. And what you need in an NBA podcast every time.
4: Thank you. When we well, were Craig, without
3: spoiling too much. How do you feel? Like oh, do yeah. you agree with us? Do you think that like there's there's merit behind the conspiracy?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. And and I wish, I wish BA was on the podcast. He loves conspiracies like this. Like, it's funny. Cause I, I'll say like, I haven't been paying that close of attention to the NBA obviously since the Sonics left. And so this is something that I was not aware of. Um, and we're just talking about the potential that the Morris twins um, uh, switched places in the playoff game. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then- uh, So it, <laughs> no,
4: 2017 eastern Conference. this is just the premise of the podcast this isn't a spoiler we go into the idea that the 2017 eastern conference Semifinals, when um marquise morris rolled his ankle did his brother marcus come in and play for him the next game i don't know listen to flagrant pod and find out
1: yeah so yeah i, I and i you guys do 40 minutes which is uh a lot better than our two hour monstrosity <laughs> uh, for a lot of people.
0: Some might say that um, 40 minutes is a better length of time than two hours for a podcast. But well, okay.
3: Yeah. Our our bonus episodes that we do for our Patreon have been getting pretty unhinged. So I would not be surprised if those hit a two hour mark yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah. See, that's what we've been missing out on, Craig. Like, like we need to, like, just like, do like the regular man. episode, 40 minutes, and then set up the Patreon and be like, if you Are we allowed no to do a Patreon? About, eh, pff, do whatever the fuck we want. It's our Patreon yeah. Nation, I mean, SB, like, is SB Nation I
1: mean, allowing us to do that? Why ain't nobody at SB Nation Patreon? paying
0: attention to what we're doing? Like,
1: I mean, I, I want me more now. than I want more than this penny per download. Goddamn it! I want more. Be
0: <laughs> I mean, like, put up the Patreon, and then we'll do all the like beer bullshit over there, and yeah. And then no one would pay for it. They're no,
3: like, Casey, no one Casey, pay it. Casey Waitman would. Casey Waitman would. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Casey, he, Casey, who does not drink, wants to hear all about, about Casey. all about the way I talk about beer.
3: <laughs> well, he, a, is a, he's a supportive father and he's going to listen to this, and so he's going to feel all bashful. Um, but B, I Casey, think...
1: Casey, t- t- Cook Center me. dad, Casey Waitman. With what all the Cook Center been. dads. Well... Like, Emma has, how many, let's see, you have, like, ten dads, I'm, you're, I, I consider more of you a little sister, Emma, but I think you have also, like, six or seven extra dads on Goog Center, like, just, just across I the I love board, it. I think it's very everywhere. funny.
3: I think it's very <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: funny. It's, it is funny, like, our Slack is just a bunch of 35 plus, or 30, I guess Preston's a little bit younger, 30 plus year old dudes. Talking about their kids and talking about things that thirty-plus-year-old white dudes talk about, and then Emma comes in, um, just talking about what she wants to talk about and doesn't care, <laughs> like just doesn't care. She just, like drops it in, and so we we have that diversity immediately. You know, we get we like th- that's that's why diversity is important, people. That's <laughs> right. Happy International
3: Women's Day. We're actually recording this on International Women's Day.
1: Yes, and 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 I will am ashamed to say this is the first time we. have ever had a woman on this podcast um yeah i will say we we don't have very many guests i think we've had two three guests Uh, total yeah well so i
0: mean you guys are up there with now you have joined the same podcast that ken pomeroy has been on and and the same podcast that john andershek has been on like that's
1: that's uh wsu uh assistant coach sierra i know i know you know who, the know who is Chick is. sorry sierra yeah, yeah, my yeah. Bad. um
3: no she's on a first name basis we're friends
1: yeah of course just, yeah. just she just calls him ja uh, <laughs> yeah 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 well johnny he, he does love to text he likes to text everyone at, at two o'clock tomorrow, that, so. yeah in the middle of um,
3: oh he and i have that in common
0: i get i get text <laughs> messages at three in the morning and i'm like whoa and I can never tell. Like,
3: the
1: did, thing did is he get up early or did he stay up late? I don't really. The funny know. thing is, I I'm awake. Jeff's definitely not awake. Definitely I'm not awake. Because I never sleep, especially now. I never sleep. I got a one week old. Um, but uh, but yeah. So Jeff, I will say there was a nice stretch there earlier in the podcast where we definitely went the longest without Jeff talking ever, like, ever, ever. People are
0: like, so the, can, the listeners are like, more of that, man. More Jeff, again. who
1: usually, who usually it's like maybe 70, 30, me, 30, Jeff, 70. Now we're getting <laughs> Sierra. We're getting Emma. We're just mixing it up. This is why we have guests. Yeah. Everyone's tired of listening to us. Um, they're tired of us being the Elizabeth Warren of podcasts. Oh my God. <laughs> of Cook podcast. Didn't
3: this
4: we is... be that? What, my all fa-
1: time, my all time favorite review of this sorry. Oh, I remember, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that.
4: Somebody said that. That's so, that <laughs> is so fucking funny. It was something <laughs>
1: like, it was something like, have you ever seen uh, a Subaru Outback parked outside a, tri- a, a Whole Foods with the coexist sticker? Well, this is that, this is that type of, po- this is the kook version of that oh podcast. Oh my <laughs> <really good>. God, <laughs> it's that's so
4: funny. I love super specific comparisons like that. Those are one of the things that I think are like so funny. So that really tickles me. This is actually the oh, first man. podcast I've ever been a guest on.
2: Oh. oh, I
4: know. The first episode of flagrant pod was the first time I'd ever been on a podcast. Well,
1: well you now, see- now, now you're you a
0: podcast Power. veteran.
1: Thank you. I was Emma. I mean, sorry, Sierra. You were like, I, I, I assumed that you were, you had done this before. Like not you sound really good.
4: I yeah. really pre- I was very nervous. I didn't really tell anyone how nervous I was, but I was scared that people were going to listen to it and be like, oh, she thinks she's much funnier than she is, because, of course, the thing I think the things I say are funny because I wouldn't say them. But I was like, I was very worried. And then people seem to have liked it. So I'm excited. Yeah, You cut
1: in with a few jokes right away. And I think that was good. Like you saw like this is this podcast is not serious. Like immediately, like we're going to make jokes. Like right away, you know it. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's like, but I do love you, you kind of have a little bit of the, uh, there's a little bit of the um, cereal sort of uh, uh, cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny. Um, good job. I I recommend it. I'm going to keep listening to it 100%. I'm not lying. I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, flagrant Pod, Flagrant Mag. Um, Tell, tell us a little bit more about Flagrant. I know you're the social media for that. So flagrant mag, tell us a little bit more about that.
4: Yeah. So flagrant mag, which was founded in 2019, it's a print magazine. And our we have four founders, Ashton, Alex, Bethany and Brasilia. And the four of them are, were like the core people who really started it. They kind of just had this idea, you know, what is nicer than having this like beautiful piece of art that you can actually hold in your hands? especially in a world where like so much content, no matter how how good it is, it's designed to be scrolled through. And so Ashton, Mm -hmm. I think she is our editor in chief and I think it's kind of her brainchild. She just kind of had this moment where she was like, oh, I wanna create something that's a lasting piece of art. And she loves basketball, we're all big basketball fans. And so I think it was like nine months from idea to the first issue, but it's this basketball magazine founded by women, but for everybody. So we're covering not just like basketball, but art surrounding the game, people who make art inspired by the game, activism, all kinds of different things. And it's, they really are like little pieces of art. Each issue is so beautiful and so well done. And I really have fun. It's such a fun, I guess company, but like it's such a fun place to be you know, like I love our Twitter, I love our group chat that we have going. And so I really recommend it. Uh, We have two issues out right now. We wanted to do kind of a I think twice a year deal, but things have been obviously slowed by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's only five of us. So when we say like, it's a small business, it's a small business, it's five people working on it. And we all have full time jobs outside of the magazine. So it's Truly, truly, truly a labor of love. Yeah, I know how that feels.
1: Well, yeah, yeah we can appreciate <laughs> that um, for yeah. sure. Uh, and obviously, uh, I, I don't know if you guys can figure out by the names. This is an a, a all-female brown magazine. Um, this is uh, National Women's Month, International Women's Day. Um, so, you know, check it out. Yeah, check nice. it out you want to you want to be supportive you want to buy like something that is made by some maybe met by a non yeah speaking from a, a website that is run by white male guys uh, but <laughs> run you know buy something that's maybe has a different sort of voice um, yeah. you know we, we call it the Emma voice here at kook center <laughs> it's our Emma voice uh, because it's our literally only voice <laughs> i will really, uh, say open, something though,
3: doors open I yeah exactly
1: it. we would love more uh writers that aren't um 35 to 45 year old white dudes we would love more writers yeah you guys um, have nixed out that, that demographic. demographic yeah we yeah. really do. we have we have saturated that demographic <laughs> other demographics would is what we would like
4: yeah we really do try to emphasize even though we are like a women founded magazine and we like to, you know support women in sports obviously we do always want to point out that it's not like just for yes. women you know what i mean i think yeah. that that was one of our concerns early on is that because i think that happens sometimes yeah. where people will see it see something that's like oh women founded women run they'll be like oh that's just for women but it's really not you know there's no there's no requirement to somebody enjoying the kinds of things we write about. You know, we have features about WNBA players, but we also have features about rookies going into the NBA draft and people who Mm -hmm. make art or make ceramics inspired by basketball. So it's really it kind of covers the whole community surrounding basketball. One of our other taglines besides besides digital is dead is art community basketball. And that really, I think encapsulates the whole flagrant vibe. I bullied
3: my way into participating in
2: flagrant
4: as well, yeah. actually. Yeah. Emma also, yeah, Emma. She strong-earned us.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> it started by, uh, so obviously Sierra runs their social media and I, the beginning, it was obviously genuine friendship support. Um, but then it became a bit where I was like, how often can I engage with this? And like, my parents are big flagrant fans. Like my mom went out and bought herself an individual issue too. And came to me and was like, "Oh, nice. I'm so mad that I didn't get issue one. Like, I should have bought it." And I was like, "Mom, I did. Like, it's fine." And she went, "No, I want to spend. I want to support them." Da-da-da. So I, I, I started awesome. just with Patty's being last. their number one fan, and then Flagrant Pod came to be, and Sierra was like, "Hey, I,
4: I don't know Maybe. what I'm doing."
1: I did and like, yeah. I did like listening. I liked listening to the pod, and they'd be like, "Uh, Producer Emma said this. I'm like, I know that person. I I know know who that is.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all Google. Sierra brands me as this biology expert. I... (laughs) Was very. I had multiple tabs open. I was ready. I was typing pretty quick because I just get to be hidden there, you know. That's
1: what a that's what a producer does. We don't have a producer. Jeff and I just say wrong things all. The time. <laughs> that's what yes. we do instead, and no one corrects us. That's more
4: fun. You just get to bring falsehoods <laughs> into the into the sphere, and no one gets to call you on. Isn't
1: it. Isn't that what media is about in twenty twenty one? just saying anything you want, and making it real. Yeah, let's do that.
4: It's real if you believe
1: it. I take that back. Emma, you're ruining everything. You're ruining (laughs) it. I know. You're ruining it with your Google machine.
4: Uh, They're going to fire me. This is a good run. Yeah. It's funny. Emma always talks about how she like wormed her way into Kook Center, but I feel like I very much did the same thing with Flagrant where it was, it was the four founders and they still do like absolutely the majority of the work on the magazine. I mainly just run the social media and now I do the podcast But back before the first issue, Ashton messaged me on Twitter. She was like, hey, we didn't know each other. She was like, hey, Sierra, this is Ashton. Do you ever write? I'm doing this basketball mag. And then I wrote a couple pieces for the first issue. And then a few months later, she was like, hey, um, we really don't have anyone to run our Twitter account. Do you want to run it? And then they added me to the group chat. And then they added me in the uh, pre-issue letter that's in issue too, where it's like message from the founders and so i have slowly slowly wormed my way into their lives the way emma has with Cook center
0: that's how you do it very good it. make yeah. yourself useful yeah be the squeaky wheel
4: yeah
0: but i i will say this as, as someone who has spent a lot of his life <laughs> working on on a publication that does not quite pay back the value uh which i have contributed to it um kind of what you said Go you got gears. going with all of the, you know, the people that, you, that you're working with and the fact that you're enjoying each other's company. Um, you know, there are moments where I'm like, ah, do I want to keep doing this, you know, with the Kook Center, but I've made such good friends mm-hmm. and, you know, the the time that, that we hang out and, and talk to each other and then, you know, those times that we actually see each other in person um, and, and just the time that we spend every day on uh, on Slack, you know, just kind of chatting and, you know, sharing things and telling jokes and, you know, laughing at each other and, you know, whatever, um, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that makes it worthwhile and fun. And that's kind of where it, it's it's the community that comes from that. that yeah. Uh, th- that makes it worthwhile to do. So, yeah, if you're feeling that, then that is fantastic because yeah. that is the stuff that, that kind of keeps you going when. Uh, when maybe you know the monetary reward isn't there or whatever it's um, there, there's a different kind of joy that that comes from doing that with people that, that you enjoy being around and um, the community that comes from that is is a heck of a lot of fun so it sounds like you guys have an awesome thing going
4: yeah our group chat is like it's so fun to the point where one of our uh, bonus things that you get when you subscribe to our patreon is like screenshots from yes, the flagrant group chat yeah. group chat and I they because a lot of times we're not talking about the magazine, you know, Jeff, all, we need to do friends. that. We it's, need to do that. I highly recommend okay. it. because That is
1: a great idea. Because yeah. the kook center slack, I think, is kind of this, like, mythical thing now.
3: <laughs> it's my idea. most active group chat, and it's my favorite group chat. We should yeah.
1: charge money for people to see screenshots. Although, like, <laughs> a, lot of things I, a lot of things I say in our kook center slack, I don't want anyone to see. Yeah, There's a reason I, would I agree say it that. there and not on Twitter. That so we have amazing. to get like approval we say so, so. i'm Eastern sure you guys stuff
3: yeah, yeah. They, they do <laughs> they do i will hop in the kook center slack at like eleven thirty at night when i have had maybe a couple glasses of wine and be like who wants to hear about my boy problems and like four of them will respond immediately and be like what happened and it just it makes me Cause... feel included
2: mm-hmm
1: You'll get the four of us, which have also been drinking in our living rooms by ourselves all night. We're like social interaction. Thank you.
4: Yeah, I put my phone well, down
3: sometimes for Sometimes I five feel like minutes. I have to content warn, like, "Oh, content warning, not like not Coog or stock market related." Like, like wants to hear about this dumb day I had nannying.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's well yeah. So the the Coog Center Slack. Like I, I totally like our our group chat. I'm pretty sure like most of the people that still write for Kube Center have stayed longer because they enjoy being a part of that group chat. And it's like, well, you got to write, you got to you got to do something while you're around. Um, sure would. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, like it's so funny because like like I said, Emma and I just did like a little. We were like on Slack watching a movie at the same time. We like timed it. We're like, all right, ready play now and we're like live chatting a movie and like that has nothing to do with kook center but it has everything to do with kook center because we wouldn't know each other if, if emma didn't push herself into kook center um and uh write write the uh my some of my most favorite friday morning articles uh, every morning every friday I, morning
3: anytime you guys interact with my dad on twitter i'm like oh there it is
1: yeah.
3: There it is. It's so I love when I
1: get a case. When I get a Casey, a Casey like. He ah. is
3: going to be mad at me by the the amount of time that I brought him up in this podcast. He's going to be like, "Why did you talk about you me so to. much?"
1: I had, had to. Right? I had no a, other choice. Dad. It's a legend. It the the legendary Casey. He's he's <laughs> legendary. It's, the
3: man. The myth. The legend.
1: Yeah. Like I was. I was a hundred percent more excited to meet him than he could have ever been to meet me. Uh, by the time I met him in Phoenix. I, I he's guarantee. So
3: stoic, like he's so stoic, but he was so excited and he was also very touched. <laughs> I'm exposing him. He's going to be mad at me. Um but he was so just he was so touched to be included and he was like, Why do they want to meet me? Like you're the one who writes for them. Why do they want to meet me? And I was like, Dad, you don't get it like we're all obsessed with you just let it (laughs) anyway he's that's he's gonna be he's not gonna be mad but he's gonna be embarrassed he's gonna be bashful he's very bashful
1: perfect so uh so i think we're way past a break but let's let's uh oh my god sph probably wants to take a break we'll take a quick break and then uh let me let me do our outro music since uh but, and then we'll come back and we'll actually talk about, um, we'll talk about, I don't know, basketball. Cougar, That's Cougar good, basketball.
2: Right?
1: All right. We're back.
4: We're back. I stole it that from was you there, crazy. Jeff. That was so quick.
1: No it was I know
4: we... i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna have a fun time trying to find that little break in the <laughs> and
2: wait when, do I you... to, when I go to actually the ad
1: jeff jeff leave this in we'll do a real break after that' we'll do, I promise <laughs> we'll do a real break <laughs> all right, we're back for real now. <laughs>
0: That will be easier to find. Okay, so see, when I'm editing the, so like Emma, Emma can relate to this now that she's she's a producer. Um, it's like, you know, when I when I insert the ad, I have to like actually like scroll through the audio and try and find where the break was because I don't usually write down when it happens. Um, and so I'm, I'm usually looking for like, you know, when the, the little peaks are gone. And, uh, you know, there's usually a pretty decent break that doesn't exist anywhere else in the podcast. So that first break oh. was a little fast was a little fast I, so
3: I have to be honest I don't edit it thank goodness I have zero talent in that regard um, oh, man. my my main job initially was to do a lot of the research for some of the episodes and Sierra I I will be finishing the research for the rest of the episodes I promise
4: oh yeah um, very no, soon no rush
3: <laughs> um that's the thing that I have to do and it's it's on my to-do list uh but yeah most of my job was to do early research and then uh whatever else they need from me really aside from editing because i'm not proficient in that well wow,
0: you're yeah. smart let me tell yeah. you because the editing sucks yeah. i should have trained craig early on and been like we're gonna split this yeah. pal and then... i just
1: i just yell and and then i go to sleep <laughs> yeah i and that's all i have to do i asked
4: uh Ashton does our editing, but I asked Emma to help because she's everything I'm not, namely organized and motivated and has a functioning memory for longer than like two minutes, which is, I think, when my when everything kind of resets for me goldfish style.
3: Hmm. (laughs) My memory is so heavily rooted in the very many Google Drive folders I have or the different color coded calendars that I have, I would be lost without technology, which is unfortunate.
4: Yeah, I'm a mess. So I was like, you know, who isn't so much a mess? Emma, I'm going to have her do the things that I'm not even going to be able to do. I'm going to say, I'm mm-hmm. going to make, I'm going to make my little jokes and I'm going to let Emma manage me and take care of the Wait, rest.
1: Way to show your value, Emma. Yeah. Way to yeah, show
3: Sarah, your value. said. Sierra said, can somebody make folders in a google drive and i i sure can yeah
4: yeah and that's it's perfect it's the perfect partnership because and that's
1: the perfect segue to talking about wsu men's hoops i i think famously I think a folder heavy that's
4: organization
1: yes well a nerdy organization Ooh. and one might call emma a nerd i don't know
4: correct i would i would for sure yeah dork yes
1: and then also we're talking to sierra smith and we of course have to bring up her uncle kyle smith uh the coach of
2: washington
3: state
4: miss you yeah yeah it's rumored that they're
1: related so that's exciting there's not a lot of it's rumored yeah it's i mean when you see a smith like, you're just like, those people got to be related. Like, uh, yeah. you just don't see that very often.
4: I feel a special kinship with all Smiths, because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, rare. You don't meet a lot yeah. of them. Yeah,
1: it so, must be nuts for you. Yeah. Like, Jeff, Jeff. his last name is Nooser, and just every day, he is meeting <laughs> Noosers everywhere he goes. Everywhere. Like... Like there he's at the doctor so it was like Jeff Neusser and like three guys get up like it's fucking nuts. But yeah. you know Smith like you know it's you. Yeah. Like, they, like they could just be like Smith. yeah. My yeah.
0: probably
4: a cousin. I can smell yeah. it from a couple couple miles away. Yeah, yeah. we probably yeah. have we're probably related if I had to guess. At at least like third cousins minimum. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. So that There's was this no conspiracy. Way. There's interview. no way. There's no way we're there's not. No way to,
1: there's no way you can prove that isn't true. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> Somebody prove me wrong, and I'll, I'll admit to being wrong. But until then, I won't.
1: All right, so uh, Emma's third cousin, Kyle Smith, um, they uh, had a bit of a, a disappointing weekend, I'll say. And, and uh, that was so long ago, Jeff. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> long ago. <laughs> Like, I had I a kid in between all of this. Dude, I was so disappointed when they canceled the game on Monday, Day. Um, because I was just sitting there in the labor and delivery room, and Amanda had just gotten her drugs, and we're just doing nothing. And I was like, let's watch Cougar basketball. And then, like, 30 minutes before, they're like, the game is canceled. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here yeah. waiting for a baby to arrive my my partner is drugged out to hell just like <laughs> trying to control these contractions well you know? and that's arguably the perfect uh, way to watch
3: a coo game the the funny thing is out she, to all hell
1: she thought when i said and i didn't correct her i didn't say that she thought when i said uh i said oh the coup game got canceled and she goes oh that's convenient for you like she thought that it was actually convenient for me Cause I, I didn't, I wouldn't miss the game. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I was going to watch that shit on my laptop.
4: Oh, now you can pay attention like, while your kid is born. Yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> whatever. Like, I I'll say, <laughs> well, okay. I say we, we had, we had the TV on and, uh, and then, you know, when the kid comes, they come, like they, they said, all right, it's coming. And so we're like, oh really? Okay. And the uh the first like of the new star wars was on like like star wars uh like the force awakens or something and that's i was just on tv and she's like starting to push and i'm like i just like casually grabbed the remote and turned that off you can't (laughs) have star
4: wars on while your kid you want your kid to get beat up
1: (laughs) for for people who have never been in the room
0: during a birth before like i mean let's just be real there if you're a man there ain't a whole lot going on up no. until like the last 30 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. You know? So like if, if you're, you know, if your partner, yeah, your
1: partner is just wallowing in agony yeah, and you're like, yeah. I mean like she's yeah. miserable. She's, that she's sucks. in pain.
0: She like, it's awful. You know, she's, she's not happy. She's not comfortable. And you're just over there kind of thinking, you know, wow, this is hella boring, but you can't like, <laughs> But you can't give off that vibe because then you look like an asshole. And so you're trying not to look like an asshole. So you're trying to like, hey, honey, do you need anything? Can I do anything for you? And the answer, you know, ninety-eight percent of the time is no. Stay the fuck away from me. And it's like, okay, all right, you know, I'm just over here if you need me. And and they just there's ain't a whole lot going on, you know, up until that point. So you know, you just kinda try to make do, you try to pass the time. If there happens to be a basketball game on, that's that's pretty great, you know. And so uh yeah, so I can see Craig where uh where it would have been, you know, pretty damn disappointing to, to have that game have that game cancel. And then you guys don't even um you, you don't even get the benefit of like entertaining people because it's like no no visitors, right? Like Yeah, like I'm just up. sitting like there I there couldn't even room. bring you a sandwich or something, you know?
1: Yeah, and I couldn't uh until Amanda's dad brought me my knee scooter, like I couldn't even venture The hospital to go get like a sand like go even go to the cafeteria or anything because I I was on crutches I'm like, I'm not crutching it around this hospital. Like I they gave me a wheelchair to do that So I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm like stuck in there. I wanted that that WC game. I wanted the vengeance For the the OT loss um, On Saturday, so I'm like, all right, we're gonna get we'll beat them this time They'll win my kid will be born. It'll be a fucking great day uh, and then the game got canceled. The kid was still born, so great day. It was a pretty good. Uh, day. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think I'll remember it. I think I think I'll probably uh, remember that day. Celebrate well.
4: it once a year, maybe with cake. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I might. I might think about doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. I, I
4: can understand your disappointment because it
3: would have been really a great story for you personally to be like, "Man, yeah, I had a kid, but we, you know, there was a good game on." I I do believe that I was born during a coup game. I know that that's not true necessarily, but I believe it in my Yeah, spiritually I believe it. I feel like it was destined.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, now every year on well, your kid's birthday, you're like, "Ugh, one year since the coup game got canceled."
1: Yeah. That,
2: there that,
3: that is man. that danger, Craig. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I'm just mad every every <laughs> birthday. <laughs>
0: Happy birthday, Gigi! It.
1: she she has to she has to hear the story every year about how Daddy really wanted yeah. to watch the Coup game while Mommy was in labor <laughs> with you, uh, but he couldn't. He had to watch like two broke girls or whatever the fuck was on. <laughs> like, Star Wars, so much worse. Star
4: Wars. <laughs> had to watch Star Wars. Yeah, Property Brothers.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely Property Brothers was in the mix. And you know you're in the hospital so it's like you don't you don't know what's on any of the channels you do in the old school you know Gen I feel like Z would channel know changing. You're actually flipping through the you're channels. You're
0: actually flipping channels.
1: Yeah, yes. you're like what the fuck is this like 1998 shit I have to flip through channels are you kidding me right now? Doesn't no, this uh, thing
0: have an on demand? <laughs> I I can't even like is there is there some Netflix? Can I get some Netflix over here? Like,
1: Amanda was feeling like crap and and then there's like there's a show that was on I think CBS that has Alice and Janney, and she loves Alice and Janney. She doesn't really like that show. But I was like, You like Alice and Janie, let's just leave that on. And so there's like four episodes of that on in a row at some point during the day. I don't even know. Pretty sure it went into two uh, what's the uh, 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 two and a half men or oh, whatever the fuck it's that called. sounds
4: like an absolute fever dream.
1: Oh, yeah. I was embarrassed because we weren't watching it. And then, like, we were watching some other show and that came on and then, like, the the nurse comes in to check on her and, like, that two and a half men is playing. I'm like, I just want to be like, we're not actually watching I that I swear show. we're not like, watching I, that. I swear we're not watching that show. <laughs> like, I, swear. They're I making, they're Like, like I, I have never watched that show before. And then, like, like, they're really, like, they're making, like, intentionally, like like, raunchy jokes. Like, because like whoever watches that show probably has never heard a sex joke in their entire life, and so you're like, this is like the stupidest crap I've ever heard. I'm sorry. I'm sure one of our listeners loves that show. It's the stupidest show. You I've guys ever are seen.
4: hemorrhaging listeners. <laughs> yeah, there's,
1: like <laughs> the, the, the the like the Venn diagram of circle. two and a half men fans and podcasters in a circle. People shit, are like, shit. They, how dare you! How dare you! Scrub
4: this from the audio.
1: But yeah. But anyways, there wasn't kid basketball, so I can't talk about that. There, it's so long ago. They lost to Arizona. They lost uh, in overtime. Noah was fouled out. Somehow, they still almost won that game um, against Arizona State. And now they have Arizona State again. For yeah, the we get them tournament. anyway. Got him anyway on a neutral floor. They just got absolutely destroyed by Utah. Like, what the fuck happened there? I I don't understand. They lost by 39 at Utah.
0: We took everything out of them. That's what happened.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Because Remy Martin played in that game. Remy Martin took five shots so seven shots in that game like what the fuck happened like how the hell did he only take seven shots like he yeah. took what he took like 14 threes against us <laughs> like
0: I <don't... laughs> yeah i uh apparently utah had some kind of some kind of plan for him
1: i, I mean know. they did really i mean honestly utah had a plan for bonton and they shut him down so I man they, they they and they, they used the bonton plan on remy and uh but remy martin who took 20 23 shots against the cougs the net the following weekend combined in two games against colorado and utah took let's see nine plus seven 16 total shots yeah What, the, what like i mean i'll say he didn't shoot that well against the cougs he just happened to make one really <laughs> the one that really mattered one.
0: yeah and that was – so you and I had a brief conversation after that shot about – A like,
1: conversation.
0: Not not really a conversation, but just like – No, no.
1: We disagreed.
0: We did disagree. Uh, and I was just like – And still eh, do. You know, I mean, it's – I was kind of like, I don't know. He had just been in the lane like a minute ago and found a wide-open guy cutting to the basket for a layup. So, you know, I, I kind of was of the opinion that, uh, that, you know, it wasn't the worst shot in the world to give up. Um, I mean, but yeah, after yeah. the game, it, it was clear that uh, Kyle Smith was not pleased, <laughs> not pleased with uh, Ryan Rapp's defense on that, and and basically said like, well, I, yeah, he he screwed up his defensive assignment, and so yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, but you were when, right on that
1: when he when he came off the like when he came when the screen was set, there was like less than three seconds left, and he's and he's twenty eight feet away yes. from the basket. Yes, so and th- yeah, taking the like, time into
0: account, yeah,
1: yeah, and then yeah, giving up a twenty eight footer. Is in any any situation is generally fine, but he was it was so clean for him, like he yeah like and and so yeah rap definitely played it wrong like he went under the screen and it wasn't that he just went under the screen he just didn't know it like you can see like Smith is right and and it's it's impressive that Smith noticed that in the moment but you can see it on replay that Ryan just didn't know what to do went under the screen kind of timidly. So I think even if Remy decided to go to the rim, he probably would have gotten to the rim too. Cause, uh, Smith just got swallowed up by that screen. Or not Smith. Uh, sorry to disparage your, uh, your family's name. Yeah. Sarah. Watch it. But, keep, um, keep my family yeah. name out of your mouth, please. Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> my but good family rap,
2: name.
1: Rap, another common, uh, last name, Rap, uh, Rap, uh, uh he just kind of got swallowed up by that screen. And then, you know, you motherfucker, you could just miss that 28 footer. But yeah. honestly, I honestly we were play. play we were we were uh playing with house cards at that point, or playing with house money at that point. Uh I'm amazed given that Noah was out, given that Bonton was out, that they pushed them to 74 74. TJ Bomba, Ryan Rapp, uh like they like there's some guys that just stepped up in that game. got actually, actually I, I know we lost. But uh, you know, there's kind of some parts of that game uh, that that were kind of they were pretty encouraging. Um, you know, going into future games, obviously Jazz Coons is still playing really well, and, and T.J. Bamba is uh, showing uh, maybe he is that 20-point scorer that you think he might be, Jeff. I you know he's he definitely has the moves. I think he just needs the uh, um, you know TJ Rodman was our go-to guy, um, which maybe yeah. had diminishing that was a returns that <laughs> i was you a know, i i was like on that last position they had a chance to take the lead i, I would have wanted it in Bamba's hands and not not uh dj's yeah. hands but uh or i yeah, yeah i but yeah I, uh, so I, but but they were really putting in a tough spot cuz you got Bonton yes. and noah out your top yes. 2 offensive players yes. are out and you don't have them and you're playing freshmen and they're trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing and yeah. like well, and it's, I will.
0: I mean, I'll give DJ Rodman a ton of credit for stepping up and trying. Um, you know, something I you know I wrote about after Noah Williams exploded against the Bay schools was like, just the idea that a lot of basketball players do not want to try that. Um, they do not want to try to be the man. They do not want to try to uh, be a leading scorer. They don't want that responsibility. And and casual fans are like you know, oh man, you know, every player wants that. And they don't, they're not lining up to be the go-to guy. Uh, it's pretty rare that a guy has the mentality because it is pretty tough to know if you care at all, if you care at all about your about your team and about your teammates, um, you know, it, it is tough to take on that burden of being the one to shoot the ball, you know, 20 times. Um, and so when overtime rolled around and Noah Williams was out and obviously Isaac Bonton didn't play, uh, you know, somebody really needed to kind of be assertive and end up being DJ Rodman and, you know, maybe not ideal. Right. Like you mentioned, I mean, right? he did really yeah. well drawing fouls. I'll give him that. Yeah. You know, maybe TJ Bamba would have been a, a better, you know, a better idea or something. But at the same time, I also admire uh, someone who has the guts to, to step up and, and say, all right, you know, I'll, I'll take it. It's not like he was taking, uh, taking his shots early in the shot clock. Right. It's not like he was, he was forcing yeah. it early, you know, trying like, like, trying to take over in a way that was, that was weird. It's just, you know, they, they kind of ran their offense and it looked a lot like it did, uh, against UW, right. When Isaac mm-hmm. Banton didn't play and, and no, Noah Noah yeah. and so everybody's just kind of looking at each other and, you know, DJ was finally like, okay, well, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'll put the ball on the floor. I'll take a shot. I'll, you know, whatever. So, um, so I admire that it, it was guts and, and, uh, it obviously it didn't work out, but, um, it, you know, the funny thing is I mean, it nearly worked out. <laughs> You know, they almost, almost they did. Al- they almost made it to a second overtime. Uh so yeah. It it's right. you know one of those games where, you know, yeah, you're you're disappointed that they lost. Again, any overtime game you feel like, you know, obviously just by its very nature is sort of a coin flip. Um, you know, they've now played three overtime games this year and lost two of them, which is sucky and a bummer um uh, but you know i mean I, I think i feel good about where they, they won
1: the one where i uh ripped my achilles celebrating yes. <laughs> yes. into overtime, so i'm very happy about that so, so that's, that's important I'm, I, of yeah. all the if they were going to win one of the three that's the one they need yeah Andy but Kinsman. you know
0: they're in, they're in good spot heading into vegas this week um but
1: i gotta say you no, know, before we move on uh one and i want you to talk about it but but sierra mm-hmm. when we say dj rodman Does that make you think of anybody?
4: Um, Another famous Rodman. I know we were riffing on last names. Another famous Rodman, perhaps related to Dennis Rodman.
0: Well, it's a very common last name. Mm
4: -hmm. It's a very common last name, but
1: the thing is, DJ is... (laughs) Dennis Jr. Maybe Dennis Jr. Yeah, it is. Oh, I've
4: cracked the case. This is why they let me host the conspiracy podcast. I kind of have this natural (laughs) mystery-solving tendency to me. Yeah. Her her middle Ooh.
3: name is actually Sleuth
4: yeah. Smith. rolls <laughs> yeah. right off the top. Sierra stomach. Sleuth, perfect for somebody who can't really pronounce. Well, when well. her
1: fa- when her family came to the U.S., it was Sleuth Smith, <laughs> and they're like, "That's fucking weird." And well, I know Smith is weird, but we'll just we'll do Smith. They Sleuth Smith straws. is too weird.
3: They drew straws, and and Smith Smith beat out Sleuth by just just a notch
4: it's actually another fun fact
1: here. We'll throw in uh-huh. um, DJ's DJ is Dennis's son. And then his daughter Trinity also, uh, went to WSU. Um, but then became the number one pick or number two pick in the, uh, NWSL draft before ever playing a game at WSU. So oh, wow. we, we have a lockdown on Dennis Robbins kids. I love that. Um, way. All of Dennis Rodman's kids go to WC. I am That's just what they do. very
4: appreciative of Dennis Rodman. Uh, obviously, I never like, saw him play, um, but he, I'm very appreciative of him as a character. I think nobody <sighs> nobody does it better than him of just being authentically a weirdo. You know?
1: Of course and i appreciate it is pretty
4: normal normal. (laughs) every single day
3: every single day sierra gains a new reason to be a Koog fan and i feel like this experience solidifies it
4: yeah i have no current college ties my parents didn't go to college my sister goes to st mary's so i kind of like them but she doesn't care about their athlete athletics um yeah. Plus, so just, I'm, I'm kind of a free agent.
0: They're just going to lose to Gonzaga over and over and over again. So
4: yeah.
2: oh, fucking Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
3: good. we don't like also, Gonzaga, so we have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a free uh, agent. We,
1: uh and and I think right now, I'll say a good time to buy stock in uh Coug Basketball. I think it'll be pretty good. Um Emma, how you feeling? How do, how how do you feel about Arizona State? How do you feel about playing them again?
3: Um, obviously, I agree with you guys, but I think part of the power struggle, for lack of a better word, is something exciting that we're going to see with a younger team, you know, and Jeff, I'm actually looking at your little spreadsheet that you have in your most recent Cook Center article about our transfer, um, because yeah. we do have, we do have a lot of, you know, opportunities. And I think at the beginning of this season, we saw Bonton kind of struggle with like, oh, am I going to step up? Is this going to, how cohesive it is, is this going to be? And I think down the road, we're going to see a lot more opportunities of maybe different players getting the ball. And I do think that DJ stepped up this time and I'm, I'm curious and excited to see where the rest of the seasons go. If yeah,
1: that makes any sense. We, yeah. Well, yeah. The re- like, honestly, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, next season, of course, but you know, they still got some, they still got, I, they have a, a you know, if they can get by Arizona state, They've already beaten Oregon, so they, you know, they they have as they did last year in the Pac-12 tournament before it got shut down. Have a pretty uh, decent um, path. Uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about them beating Arizona State this time. I feel like they're gonna have vengeance on the mind, and hopefully Bonton will be back. Uh, I don't know how bad his ankle injuries were, but hopefully you know over a week of of you know if he was able to go a little bit against Arizona, maybe he's, you know, an extra two weeks, a week and a half of of rest. It'll be almost two weeks by the time they play again. Hopefully, uh, Bontem be able to play because I think they need him. Obviously, I think it it showed this weekend that, um, you know, Noah Noah actually did really well against Arizona State. He struggled against Arizona. uh, But he can't all – like, no player can uh, stay – good at the the uh the volume that noah was shooting <laughs> like it's just not going to happen um we knew there was going to be a dip but uh so again like i always say like the more scores you have the better the better teams always have more scores so i hope Bonton's able to get back and hopefully he's more close to 100 um because if he, has- he is I th- yeah oh right.
2: he- well,
3: if we have Bonton back too, I think the momentum of revenge and having everybody back is seriously gonna be something to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, exactly. And 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 Bonton, like, if if he's able to play, um we're pretty sure these are his last games at WSU. He actually obviously has the option to come back next year, but the vibe is that he's not gonna come back. Um so you know, if he's gonna want to prove something he's had these last few games sort of robbed from him by by injuries in a game that was already decided and it was just really frustrating uh but but uh yeah so it's it's so he's gonna want to come back and prove something and and uh, so i hope he i hope he is able to Jeff. Well, and
3: i think also if he has if he has um. leaving on the mind he's gonna want to go out with as big of a bang as he can you know
1: and we know box so. likes he, he likes Spinacha. Yeah. He does. He really
0: does. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's the deal because I I can't quite wrap my brain around the idea that this is this might be the last game of the season. Like I'm not <sighs> I'm not prepared for that.
1: So Me neither. Nope. Um, you uh, gotta win. Yeah. So you gotta win, Cooks. So we gotta win. Gotta win. You gotta win, gotta win all At of them. You game. heard it here first. Nope. Um, you gotta win. You gotta win ten in a row. You gotta win four. Yeah, in the conference tournament, and you got to win six in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, um, otherwise, I will not be satisfied. Win all ten. <laughs> you know, I know. I know. Maybe you're not that level of quality right now, but maybe you can just you know figure it out. And because I don't want this to end. Yeah, um, I like with some elbow basketball.
3: grease and a dream. You I know? feel like There's this
4: is What's more motivation than this podcast saying you have to win? You know. Yes,
1: I know. They play for you we guys. Know. We know that they're all listening to this. <laughs> As a team. Um, Noah yeah. Williams and I are obviously best friends now. Yeah. Um, you guys all saw the video. Yeah. So, and that's, well, and uh, that's
0: not that's not weird at all. No.
1: no. Um, all my best well, friends Sierra are, obviously has are the 20-year-old Kyle, then. basketball players. Yes, yeah, hi, we, that's my family so yes you know well kyle doesn't usually listen to the podcast but he's going to now because it's yeah
4: we were texting it, so. earlier and he was like yeah. we had so much fun at the family reunion and i was like yeah that's crazy
1: i mean the very i mean a smith family reunion must have been tiny yeah. like obviously you guys talk to each other yeah. i mean your group chat must be just yeah. tiny. the smith like, family it's... group
4: chat it's like four people <laughs>
1: yeah exactly like I mean, because a lot of people are like, they don't want the Smith name because it's so obscure that it's people ask about it and they're like, this is, this, like, I'm so tired of people asking about it. They just change their name. It's like
4: being a Kennedy, you know?
1: Yeah. Someone's last name is
4: Kennedy. It's, oh, are you related to the Kennedys? Same thing. My last name is Smith. Oh, you're related to Kyle Smith. You're related to Kyle Smith? Yeah. I am. What about it? What about it? And what?
1: So it's definitely hoping... definitely so I it's funny thing it to previous game, I, I'm not gonna sorry, Ron, I'm not gonna write an extensive preview of a team that we would have played three times in a row. I wrote one already, it's still the same. They're still the same team, even though their Ken Palm rating has taken a, a hit because they lost by forty. Uh um, but still obviously keys of the game, uh Remy Martin, uh you like, don't like they did a really good job on Remy Martin, honestly, last time. It's that's what's frustrating. But what they do need to do is rebound better. Like that's if they rebound better, they'll beat ASU. Like ASU is not a good rebounding team. And WSU let them get too many offensive rebounds. Like it was frustrating as hell. Just rebound better, play the same defense and rebound better, and they'll beat them. Like that's that's all it is. Like they, they shut them down shooting wise, uh, they didn't let them shoot very many free throws. Uh, they didn't force a lot of turnovers, but they forced more than ASU usually gives up. Uh, and uh, it's just, it. they just, but they, what they didn't do is, is you know, it's it's 22% offensive rebounds. Or I'm looking at the wrong one. But, uh, but like, uh, but I think ASU had something like 40% in that game. Uh, 34%. That's, no, uh, 30%. That's too much for them. Like, they're usually, like, a 22% offensive rebounding team. So, you're giving up, like, two or three Offensive rebounds, you should not be giving up. So if they clean that up, still play the same level of defense. You know, play better inside a little bit. But um, I I think you know, if we got Bonton back, uh, I feel good about the Cougs winning that game. Yeah, I know there's so many. Usually, 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 I usually I stop and then Jeff talks. uh, But then (laughs) we have we have two other people.
0: If you score more points, add to to that. I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, I think I think that's I I think that's basically it. I mean, I you know, you look back at the game we lost last weekend, a little more scoring punch gets you over the top. So uh, if Bonton can give you give you something, uh, something positive, obviously clearly not ready in that game he played against Arizona. No, 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 no. Yeah. But now we are. You know, I mean, he. So that game was on a Thursday. I mean, we're talking. It'd be almost, almost two weeks. Yeah, It'd be almost two weeks, of yeah. him not playing. And and like you said, if he was well enough to give it a go, uh, you know, you would think he'd be he'd be well enough here. I I you know, I, I can't fathom that he wouldn't play in this game. Um, the question just is whether he, uh, whether he's able to, to contribute. So I mean, if he's able to give them anything, um, and, and this time Noah Williams can stay out of foul trouble. Uh, you know, you put those things together. I mean, I, I definitely feel like we are a better team than Arizona State. Um, Better yeah. team doesn't always win, but but I do feel like we're a better team. And, you know, Arizona State's kind of a mess. And so, yeah, it, it sure would be nice to to win that opening game again for the second year in a row, uh, especially yes. after going so many years without winning any Pac-12 well, we, tournament we have, games.
1: We, we have a national title to defend. So
0: Yes, we have a national title to defend, so we got to do that. We have the uh, shirts to and, prove it. And, yeah. yes except for you emma you don't have the shirt because it's still sitting here on my desk because i
1: suck but Wait, I, how does case how does casey have the shirt and emma doesn't
0: i screwed up the address to chicago
1: oh that's right time. Emma was living well and, and, and also got back
2: yeah
3: casey's was like top priority you know what i mean
1: of course yeah, yeah. i mean it's casey
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I, he wears it in front of me and he's like, Hey, are you mad? And I'm like, obviously not.
2: Are you jealous?
3: Most of the times he wears it. It's usually a Sunday when my mom and I are maybe perhaps having a mimosa or two. So he'll bring us some Prosecco and he'll be wearing it and he'll go, uh, I don't, don't be mad about the shirt. And he'll just, you know, gingerly (laughs) refill me, which is the
4: exact, you know, response that I would. I would hope for the gall to yeah, serve you while wearing it. a shirt that you're supposed to have that's yeah. so funny yeah
1: my that, that's, some father, pass, that's some passive aggression right there
4: <laughs> i said that i would
3: stop talking about him because he gets embarrassed but my father is nothing if not the funniest like guy i've ever met and now <laughs> i've said that on the internet so he can never feel bad about himself but he is so stone cold hilarious that he'll say something so Ridiculous to me and just completely straight faced. It's uh, it's marvelous. Oh, He's gonna be very 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 bashful and probably very not happy with me, but I don't care. So it's his dad. fault.
1: It's it's his fault that you went to comedy school and not Wazia. So yes, be,
3: well, so when I when really quick when I made that decision, he was like, well, but wait, you're not you're not funny. And I was oh like, my
2: Whoa. god! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, no, like you're funny, but like, you don't, you don't know how to like write jokes, that's, do you? Well, that's the point. And of I school. was like, that's what I said is I was like, <laughs> well, that's the point is I want to like, you know, learn what, you know, what you do. And he was like, well, I, I thought, okay, but what about just acting? You're great at acting. And I was like, Hey, that's a little, we're overselling
4: it that's so funny <laughs> you know
3: i want to learn i want to learn the one two three i want to learn the, you know joke format and he was like okay well that's really far and then he got really you know sad about how far it was so then i got the two of us matching big lebowski t-shirts oh my God. <laughs> because i wanted that to you know kind of ease that's like our favorite movie um And I wanted that to kind of ease the pain. So the first time he came to visit me, actually, we both wore it to the airport as kind of a, you know, when people say, oh, wear a red rose, so... I know who you are because oh it had been so long since we had seen each other. So I was like, let's both wear our Big Lebowski t-shirts when I pick you up from the airport. It was delightful. Anyway, I'm a perfect daughter is the moral of the story.
4: One of the first things I learned about Emma was that she's like a Big Lebowski fan because we were RAs together and she made the theme of her entire floor that she was in charge of Big Lebowski themed, <laughs> which yeah, is a lot so of- funny.
3: When, when, when the students were being moved in, Every single dad came up to me and shook my hand and went, "My child is in good hands," and <laughs> that was my job. So I check, I achieved it. the 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 theme the board was entitled, "Residents Abide," and then it had all the all the floor rules.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emma was a much that's better RA test. than I was. This is a, a- that's not true. <laughs> It depends on not what you true. consider a good RA, but another one of our little differences.
0: I mean, I know what I considered a good RA when I was in school, but probably not the same thing I would consider a good RA now that I'm, you know, oh, forty-four. So Jeff, yeah, would, when when, been... when your kid
1: goes to school, you will not consider <laughs> it. Goes, goes, to the same I mean, thing. Listen,
0: we had this conversation tonight. So so I was in a fraternity and uh, you know, I was like, you know, would you let your son be in a fraternity? I'm like, hell no, no, no. I would not recommend that my son join a fraternity. Like I'd be like, no, go that direction. My boy, it's okay. You know, it's like, I don't know, man. It's weird when you get old. Don't get old. It sucks.
4: Yeah. I was a good RA to my residents who I didn't get in trouble for literally anything i was a bad ra to all of res life for not doing a single task that i was supposed to do and not meeting half my residents i had a resident where on the day of move outs i went to collect his keys i shook his hand and said hi i'm sierra nice to meet you i've been your i've been your ra all year and i wish that was a joke but it's not
0: (laughs) i would argue that's a good ra because like that means everything was fine hands off like you know Exactly. He didn't get in trouble. You're everything adults. was Yeah. Everything see yeah. I I one hundred percent agree and I think I think you did it just right. Thank
4: you. I appreciate that. You should I'll call Res Columbia Res Life and let them know because they absolutely would not have rehired <laughs> me had I applied.
3: Send
0: send me <laughs> was, like send me the the reference form. Yeah.
3: I will. Yeah, that was my thing is both Sierra and I did not reapply. Um and my my experience being an RA was uh on the one hand i had the party floor of my residential hall and uh that was so fun for me because i was never home because i would go off campus to party unless i was on duty and i had to be in the building and my favorite moment was getting into an elevator absolutely hammered i don't know if i should be telling this story i don't really care uh absolutely hammered and then three of my residents got in the elevator with me and they were all like oh hello ra emma and i was like no no no
4: (laughs) not right now no no no, i'm off the clock
3: um and then my other favorite moment of being an ra was the room right next to me when i moved them out one of the guys in the room went oh yeah we could hear it every time you cried (laughs) (laughs) And, and i was like wow and then another one went yeah you listened to a lot of ariana grande oh my god so back off (laughs) that was a horrible uh horrible interaction he and i are now buddies now so that's cool like i'm friends with several of my old residents but that just really that did it for me
4: that is so funny i um i think really the culmination of my ra career was just on Four twenty I rolled a joint for one of my residents off campus and she was like, This is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. And I was like, Yeah, don't tell anyone about this, but this is fun. Hey
3: Craig and Jeff? Her, like... Huh? Greg and Jeff, why did you want us
4: on here? Yeah, again? what are we talking about? Goku's Go for this. This is
1: the good. Hey, for stuff. I'm pretty sure any WSU student any former WSU student can relate to all of what yes. you guys are saying. <laughs> yes. Um, we are required to live on campus, of course, like yeah. for freshman year at least. And so I'll everyone say, is- though,
0: except for my RA at so I lived at Stevenson for a semester and uh, they so they were the opposite of Sierra philosophy here, where they were they were all up in everybody's business, every minute of the day. And it was so Sierra doesn't know this, but, uh, Stevenson is an all freshman dorm at, at Wazoo Ugh. and, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, exactly. And they treat you like you are all freshmen or, or more accurately, kind of like you're all still in high school, kind of. And, uh, and that is not the college experience that, uh, that I wanted. So that was, yeah. Yeah. I do, I do not recommend hands-on RAs. Uh, that's, that's not a lot of not a lot of fun for anyone, I don't think.
1: So. Yeah, my room is right. Yeah. My room is right next to my RA, freshman year, and I still barely saw him and the perfect. That was perfect for me. Uh, we we were definitely bringing in cases of Bush Light right in front of him and he was not <laughs> saying a word.
0: That would not have flown in in Stevenson, let me tell you.
3: Uh when I was moving out, uh the night before I moved out, I had a sack just full of empty uh, this is sad okay so just please don't troll me on Twitter a just garbage bag full of empty barefoot pink Moscato bottles
2: <laughs>
3: and sad girl I wine. Know. that is
4: sad girl why I
3: I literally oh there was a couple God. like Captain Morgan rums in there too so like I'm not entirely garbage but I had this whole sack full of those things and I walked out of my room and I had to walk past the elevators to go to the dumpsters to throw all of them out. And Columbia is a dry campus, mind you. So, Like we're not supposed to have alcohol. WSU is a area. dry
1: campus too. Yeah. yeah so in one of my
3: one of my residents comes out of his room because he's like one of the last people there, and he just hears this garbage bag that I am carrying that's just going like because it's, it's like... filled with just bottles and i we look each other dead in the eyes and he goes hi emma and i go hi there i can't i i don't know if i'm i'm like hi there and i just walk and it i throw it in the dumpster and it shatters oh my god (laughs) so that was that was another highlight only i don't think if none of my bosses who were there well actually maybe my old ga will listen to this but he and i actually sierra and i beat him at beer pong so that was
4: a beautiful in, moment in a dorm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Basically, what what Sierra and Emma are saying is going to school in downtown Chicago is exactly the same as going to school in <laughs> Pullman, Washington. Yeah. So you might
3: as well go to Pullman. You know, <laughs> I like sometimes I think back and I'm like, man, my life would be different.
1: You wouldn't have had to meet Sierra. The, the oh, right? Had to. Point.
3: <laughs> okay
2: I
4: was
3: forced I was forced. Columbia
4: was my third college so by the time I got there I was like pretty fed up I was like yeah I'm just gonna get in get out I'll just Sarah, I was <laughs> 19 when we met that is unbelievable I think I think I was 21 so I'm just a little bit older than Emma but it was I transferred colleges uh twice and so I, but I was very jaded when I got to Columbia I was over it which was perfect for me, who was so excited. Yeah, <laughs> Emma was so fresh and ready to go, and I was like, mm, "Just give it, give it a little <laughs> bit,"
3: and I, and there it went. Yeah.
1: I I I thought it was funny when you say like off campus partying, like for uh, for WSU, that's like you know apartment land, see it CCN whatever. And in Chicago, it's like, it's Chicago. Like, off-campus partying is Chicago, the place with 5 a.m. bars on Saturday. You're <laughs> like,
4: taking a train yeah? at 2 in the morning and you're blackout drunk. i Have done that several times. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Oh, I really hope, N- Dad, you didn't hear that part, okay? You didn't hear that part of it where I said that I've been on the red line 2 a.m. blackout. That's never happened.
1: Casey probably checked out after the first drunken elevator story. Right. So he knows those uh, <laughs> he was, he's, yeah,
3: he knows those he's, he's, he's heard the story. He's been around the
4: block. Uh,
1: All right. So, um, before we go here, I got to wrap it up a few <laughs> other pieces of, uh, Coog news. Uh, um, we had, uh, Wazoo tennis, beat number 16 usc this weekend hell yeah um big win for them exactly we're all on the same page for that sierra knows yes thank you thank you uh so yeah that huge 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 win for them um the tennis program we've talked about them a little bit before they uh you know, they're on the up, like many of the programs. And then we've talked about the swimming a little bit before. Jeff, you you, you talked about, you know, a, a leech-led program, you know, yeah. swimming. Uh, they had their very first ever Pac-12 champion, um, Chloe Larson, uh, won the first ever WSU Pac-12 championship, and then she also earned a twip, trip to the NCAA championships. Um, so, uh, and then the team as a team posted their best ever score at the Pac-12 championship. Um, so Chloe Larson, kick ass, the whole team kick ass best. Um, so are another program on the rise, obviously we got, uh, 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 soccer, I think is ranked 14th or 13th this week. Volleyball is ranked 16th. Um, uh, you know, our, our sports are humming, um, especially the women's sports kicking ass, uh. So, yeah, pretty cool, um, pretty historic uh, uh, win for Chloe Larson at uh, the pac Championships and then to go to NCAA Championships. Uh, um, who doesn't want a trip to Greensboro, North Carolina? We're always looking for that. We all want to go to Greensboro, North Carolina. Where dreams come and true. Where dreams come true, exactly. Um, so she's going there. Uh, uh, let's see, next uh, week, when is that? Uh, March 17th, so. I don't even know what time it. Like I, I have lost track of dates or times. Um, I'm just going on days since my daughter was born, because uh, people ask how old she is, and I need to yes. know. Um, that's how, that's how
0: her... time actually works.
1: Yes, because uh, uh, people will ask how old your daughter is, and then you won't know, and then they'll think you're a bad parent. Um, and you can, <laughs> even if you so are funny. actually a bad parent, you can hide that. By knowing exactly how many days your newborn daughter is like like, yeah she's seven days old isn't that crazy yeah um what's her name i don't know like get away from me she's seven days old it's fine well craig
3: also you could lie yeah
1: i could lie i don't know i I can't because i i'm I'm too online like i oh yeah or, or maybe that's why i'm online i can just reference well you know what's funny uh, today I was in the doctor's office. Uh, you know they were with, they were uh, telling me about the result of my MRI and stuff, and they were like, "When did this happen?" And I went to the WSU basketball schedule, and that's how oh I figured out <laughs> what day I injured myself.
0: They were like, "Actually, it was on February, whatever." <laughs> uh,
1: uh-huh. By the way, for anyone who cares, uh, the the tear happened too close to my calf muscles, so they can't like restitch it in any way so i just have i get to do like three months of rehab instead so yay which
3: is Go perfect Cougs! perfect timing to also have a newborn
1: yes um i'm my my uh my partner's thrilled because i'm very helpful you know i'm just you know our, our house with many stairs just oh, very God. helpful all the time um a, just dadding it up i i yesterday so last night i you know i've been having my little knee scooter set up on the end of the bed and then we we have like this kind of extension to our uh, our bedroom and it's where the the babes have slept when when they're little and so she's over there not far away but i still it's not it's too far to hop on one leg over there and obviously i have to pick her up so so i, I wheel over there to like pick her up to change her or rock or whatever and I hit the edge of our rug and like as we just have like hardwood floors and we have a rug underneath our bed Hit the edge of that totally biff it fall forward in the middle of the night Like you're talking one o'clock in the morning Injure everything but my already like obviously like my body just Protected that part because I hurt everything else Except for that and so today Amanda's like, you know, you could just take a unison and sleep downstairs tonight. I can handle it It's fine Like <laughs> she's like you're a mess just get get yourself together take a night off get yourself together and so that's where i'm at right now and uh so yeah after i talk to you guys i'm gonna take a unison and go to sleep and um feel really guilty in the morning about helping. hell yeah so yeah yeah um yeah so i was i i think i think i tied up everything there uh sierra emma uh let people know where they can find you on the internet and and whatever else you want to promote
4: oh thanks emma
3: you can go first uh you can find me at emma Waitwoman woman on all social media platforms and listen to flagger pod also listen to like this podcast obviously but listen to flagger pod too there's there's plenty of podcasts to go around
4: yeah You can find me at Sierra mountains. It's C-I-A-R-A like the singer mountains, like the geographical formation. Um, if you don't like my personal tweets, I also run the flagrant mag, Twitter and Instagram accounts. That's at flagrant mag. We like to talk basketball. We like to make jokes. We like to Photoshop absurd things and put them on the internet. So it's a fun time. Join the flagrant fam. And listen to flagrant pod. Like Emma said.
1: Yeah. flagrant flagrant Pod that stuff. Yeah. Uh obviously you can uh, I mean if you listen this long you probably already know. Um I'm at the Craig Powers on Twitter. Uh Jeff is he's running that at pod versus everyone account. He's even switched it to just Jeff probably. <laughs> um and it's, it's not probably Jeff probably. Me. It's not Jeff probably. It's Jeff definitely. Unless <laughs> unless it's me being like I just tweeted something great. I need to go to our podcast account and retweet it, uh, retweet myself, because Jeff, whatever he's doing, (laughs) teaching kids, I don't know, retweet my tweet, Jeff, what the hell, this is great shit. Uh, I know, that's the only time I'll check in, if Jeff waits too long to retweet something that I think is great, Um, which, you know, never, I never think anything I think is great. (laughs) Uh, but, that is uh,
3: sierra's
4: exact relationship yeah. with the flagrant I twitter i love actually. talking to myself <laughs> on the flagrant twitter i saw some some bot hacked my my twitter account and published this like list of top five followers and people that most reply to you or you most reply to and like number four was the flagrant account and it's like okay so me <laughs> the f- person who talks to me the fourth most on this website is just myself on another account <laughs> it's
1: true of all of us you know yeah. We all have our burner accounts, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: Are any of these people that like my post real? You'll never know. Um, all right. Yeah. Rate us five stars. Rate Flagrant Pod five stars. Nice. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to Flagrant Pod. Do all of that. Do all of it. Um, if you have any questions, podcast v s podcast Vs everyone at gmail.com. Um, I haven't got any questions in a few weeks. I'm getting sad. <laughs> Please send me some things. Um, yeah, I think that's it, Jeff. Like, you know, yeah, I think that's, that's all our shit. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Ooh. it's time to go. All so, right. go, Coo- go Cougs. Go
3: Cougs. Go Cougs. In the immortal words of Steph Curry, go Cougs. Go Cougs. Yeah.
0: Black lives matter.
1: Black lives matter. They do.
0: Oh, wait, I gotta push stop. <laughs>